G'day punters, welcome back to Victims of the Punt. Uh, we're resuming our look into finding winners in Sydney. And of course, it's a great pleasure to welcome back Mark Sheen and Mark Roden to join me. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. How did Christmas and New Year go? Yeah, not too bad. Well, we uh, dodged COVID there for a while, but it's uh, it's uh, it's got the headlock uh, around Sydney at the moment. But um, I think the last 10 joints I've been to, it's all been a, a case alert that there's been COVID, so you can't duck it anywhere. The race is anywhere. Absolutely. But there's been no change in terms of what's happening on course. They're still allowing patrons onto the track and so forth? Yeah, they've uh, relaxed everything there, so you can just move about as you used to in the old days. So, yeah, no drama now. And not only that, but you're going to get the services of William Pike over there in a few weeks by the sounds of things. I did read that, uh, yes. I don't know. Uh, might be a bit more water to go under the bridge yeah. there, but anyway, and we're going to change to the Midway and Provincial Series as well, which probably hasn't gone down too well. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that as well. Okay, and Mark Roden, you've just returned from the Gold Coast. How was your experience and your time up there? Oh, it was very entertaining. Had a good time with the mailbag guys and uh, Terry Bailey, of course, as well. Um, as far as I know, didn't catch COVID. There's a fair bit of COVID up at the coast at the moment too. And I managed to avoid being drowned by Shane Chelio when we went for a swim in the ocean as well, but only narrowly. But uh, a good weekend all in all. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, look, we've got the Randwick-Carrington Stakes meeting. Uh, the rail is in the eight-metre position and the current going is a soft five. Mark Shane, do you have any... Uh, forecast in mind over the next 24 hours look it's a beautiful day here today so i think this track will be on the improve um be closer to a good three i would say maybe the cut just out of it but uh randy's been playing uh, really well of late i'd say the last four meetings been little or no bias so fingers crossed that's the same on saturday okay beautiful mark roden in terms of historical rail, uh, rail eight meters do you have anything that can help us out a little bit yeah when it gets out to eight you know seven eight nine you'd rather be on pace but, um, look, it was in six on Boxing Day and it was pretty good. And it's only gone out uh, two metres beyond that. The, the last one, I think it was seven metres on Invitation Day, um, where it did look a bit up, up the inside in the first half of the card. But by the uh, second half of the program, horses like Halal, look, you know, circling and winning. Ice Bath won the big race from um, well back as well. So you'd say even on the day, that, that turned out pretty fair as well. So fingers crossed it is. But, um, like, as always, you'd probably just lean slightly to one places. Okay. Uh, let's start with the uh, race seven first look at the quaddy, which is a benchmark 78 over 1100 metres. The favourite is Selena Dreaming at $3.10 from Nikolai, Nikolai Beagle at $6. Uh, Asamu is seven. We've got Broken Arrows at 10. Lancaster Bombers around that same mark, best available. Same uh, with Superior Witness and Shadow Crush. So it's a pretty even market outside of the favourite. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Yeah, look, this is a bit of a trick here, Selena Dreaming. She's coming off knee surgery and uh, coming off a long break. Look, she, in the past, has been outstanding first up, but she's been scratched on two occasions from wide barriers, but uh, with a vet certificate, I think, on both occasions. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I've got a big enough heart to be wanting to come into her under those circumstances. Look, I've found old Lancaster Bomber here at a bit of value. Thought he's trialled well. Looks to be good speed in the race. Got a soft draw. Um, these apprentices in Sydney are riding fantastic at the moment. Tyler Schiller was one of those. So I think at a bit of odds, uh, I thought he was worth a play on an each-way basis, Lancaster Bomber. As I said, the favourite could come out and bolt in, but um, I don't want to come at the price at the moment. Uh, on my figures, Moonshine Lady rates quite well off that win the other day, but whether she can repeat that with a bit more pressure up front uh, remains to be seen. 
All right, Mark Roden, any thoughts here in Road 7? Uh, thinking in a very similar fashion. It'd um, be nice to have some variety uh, straight off the bat, but I, I've gone very similar. I had to be against Selena Dreaming for the reasons Mark outlined. I mean, knee surgery, nothing trials, I thought. And, you know, when you take those scratchings into account, she hasn't even been seen at the trials for about six weeks. Uh, very hard to back her around $3 or just over. I landed on Lancaster Bomber, hasn't won for a while, and, you know, he's... I just think he's really well placed in this class with the claim. Um, he, he ran some terrific ratings without winning last prep, uh, figures that were, you know, good enough to put him right in this, and at around, you know, you can get $9 in places, I think that's... Uh, I think he's a decent bet. Uh, the other one I could consider backing is uh, number 10, Asamu, who has been scratched from Canterbury tonight, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, sat off the track at Kensington in a midway last time. Um, bit more depth here, but it, um, it was a very a, a decent run in a very fast race at Warwick Farm before that as well. So I think he's going uh, pretty well and maps to be in the first three or four and probably with a trail. So at around $7, I could entertain him as well, but around the favourite and... Um, most keen on number one at Lancaster Bomber. Okay, start off with something there in the first leg of the quaddy. The race eight is the Carrington Stakes, the listed race over 1,400 metres. And through the cracks, his favourite opened up a much bigger price than what it's currently sitting at, which is around $3.90 best available. Uh, Purple Sector is $8.00, Hollyfield's eight fifty. Prime Candidate 9 uh, Special Reward, you've got around that $10 mark. Same with Steely, and then looks like Elvis is 12 Mark Sheen, your thoughts here in the Carrington? Well, it looks to be good pace in the race. I think prime candidate Petronius, Invinciano and True Detective and Holyfield will all be handy. So looks like they'll roll along quite a bit here. For that reason, I am in the um, corner of Through the Cracks, if you can make ground. He had trialled very poorly before that run at Canterbury and was very easy in the market. Wasn't expected to perform, I wouldn't think, and uh, thought he did a good job to finish up in third on a track that wouldn't suit. Much better suited to Ramwick over 1,400 metres. Not fussed on the price, but uh, I think he might get out. I um, think Holyfield comes into this race OK. If he can back up from the run at the Gold Coast last week, he rates well on my figures. Um, and a True Detective is another one who's going to be thereabouts. But, uh, yeah, I thought through the cracks, if he got luck in running, would be very hard to beat. OK. Mark Roden? Yeah, I think... I can see why through the cracks is favourite. I have him on top, but to be honest, I've got him closer to five dollars with his racing style. I, I, that said, I, I do have him nicely on top, but I just think it's one of those typical, uh, you know, even um, listed handicaps with a lot of chances and pretty well, you know, the, the handicaps have got him pretty right. I think in, uh, in most cases. Um, so yeah, three eighty, bit short for me, but I do see why it's top pick. You know, just with the horse, it gets back anyway. I. I I'd like to see them making ground before I did anything, as well as getting the price. So, uh, not a race I'm overly keen on. Um, Holyfield, another one Mark mentioned, flying. Um, good win in Sydney before just being touched off in the big race last week. Don't really love the gate or the jockey change here, but he is going well. Um, looks like Elvis was going really well down in Melbourne. Um, uh, kind of like the look of him before I saw the barrier draw, but 14 of 14 does make it hard. Does have Nash on, but they'd have to do something pretty clever from out there. And then, um, I, you know, the way Invinciano trialled, I thought, uh, you know, it's going to be $34 in this. I thought there might be a race for it, but I think this is a bit too strong. And also, there, there looks to be about four letters in this, so, you know, for another day with him. But um, look, through the cracks for the record, but not a race I'm keen to bet in. Okay. Race nine over on the card mm -hmm. is benchmark 88 over the mile. Uh, Yee Yee is favourite at 350. Uh, you've got Kings there, or King Shear at $5. 
six dollars for Lakeen and Canasta, and then eight fifty for Wairari Falls and Batega. Mark Sheen, what are you thinking here? Oh, I'd have to be with you here. He ran in the race at uh, Kings Air, won at Rose Hill. That was dead set. Uh, looked like a barrier trial, that race. They absolutely walked in front. And uh, Jockey just eased back, eased back, and made a very good round with a lot of weight on his back. Normally races well early in a preparation. as one at Ramwick. Step up to 1600s uh, ideal, so looks very hard to beat to me. I think Lakeen out of that same race was just in a bad spot all the way. Hasn't had much luck his last three. Uh, mightn't be all that genuine, but uh, I think he gets a, a good chance here from barrier number one to race closer and, and be in the finish. Five from seven. I'm against King's Air here. I think he got all favours the other day. Up five kilos for that win, so I couldn't entertain him. Batega, another one I couldn't entertain. Trial with blinkers since his last run, but uh, could be a thief. I know he is a thief, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mark Roden, your thoughts here? Yeah, it's hard to get away from Yee-Yee's top pick. Um, Might just need a bit of luck in the first um, 400 metres to get a trail somewhere from that gate, but it is a good long run down the back there, so it should be okay. Um, Sorry? Do you think he goes forward there? I I thought he might go back, but yeah, he he could. They have ridden him forward before, that's true. but uh, anyway, that's a just. Look, it probably should pan out for him okay uh, either way. Um, yeah, I think the price is okay. It's about what I've got him, but I do have him nice look here the rest of the field. The one I would probably consider the main danger is Canasta, who um, just puts himself in the race every time. Ran along at a really good pace last time and was just um, run down the line by a mudgy, uh, admittedly, in, in weaker grade than this probably, but um, did beat the others convincingly and just runs pretty much runs the same race every time he steps out. So he might be um, hard to get past, um, but I think he certainly deserves to be favourite. All right. That brings us to the last, which is a benchmark 78 over 1,400 metres. And Wahaya Falls is favourite at $4 from Cafe Royale at 7 You've got Bring the Ransom and Omudji around that $8 mark. And then $9.50 for Yukon with more Sundays, $10. Uh, just noting Yukon's rider, Chad Schofield. Mark Sheen, how's uh, Chad Schofield gone in his return to Sydney? Yeah, he's going okay. He's getting some rides from the uh, the major stables. Uh, Hawks and Waller are, are putting him on, um, as are a number of other trainers. So uh, I think he'll be right there um, through, the, through the carnival as it comes up. Yep. On to race 10. Um, yeah, look, I... I'd have to bet around why Ha-Ha falls here at the price. Um, I know he was wide the other day, but they went very slow in that race. I think he was entitled to kick on a little bit better than he did. They had put blinkers on him to sharpen him up. Um, look, I found Cafe Royale here. May just need a little bit more sting out of the track, but I think she did a lot of work in the early stages there, first up at Warwick Farm, and got no reward for it. Uh, she was trapped three wide on a limb, Looked like she was going to drop out and, and rallied strongly over the concluding stages. So I, I've got her getting a much kinder run here, probably outside Paper Warrior, or she could even press on and try and lead herself. So uh, I'm going her way, uh, number six, and I think bring the ransom uh, with the claim for Tyler Schiller, even though she's got 60 and a half, comes out of a, a stronger race last start, should get a great run from Barrier 2, great record at 1,400. So... In my eyes, she's the danger. So six and one of my bets in the last. Okay, so taking on the current market elect, Mark Roden, is that how you saw it? Uh, I'm around the favourite, yes. I, I'm half in agreement with Mark. I'd say I'm, I'm going to back 
I think I'm going back to two Bjorn Baker stablemates up the top of the weights with the claim. Bring the ransom, had two runs at 1,200. Dropping back from 88 to a 78 is a plus, and now up to 1,400, which is her pet distance. Um, put a couple of really good runs together last time in, won one of the um, Saturday Metro uh, Mayor's races at Kembla before just being knocked off in the Mona Lisa at Wyon. Uh, I know she takes on the males here, but she's reasonably placed in a 78, I think, and third up, drawn for a soft run. Uh, yes, I like her, and I like Omadji as well, who mentioned in conjunction with Canastra uh, in the previous race. That run was half put on for him. <clears throat> the, that race was half put on for him, I will say, with the, the strong pace. But they have run really good time there, um, and he got the job done. And as I said, those two horses really did put a space in the rest of the field. Different setup here, back to 1,400. Uh, won't be that, that tempo, but he is drawn three, so he shouldn't be too far off them. And I just think at their respective prices, both around $8 or slightly better, I could back both of those. Okay. Sounds good. That brings us to the end. I'll get the best plays on the card from you both. Are they be best bets, value bets, or lay bets? Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Uh, look, it won't be any flash odds in the first sole and impact around the 270 mark, but uh, he looks to have trialled up really well. It's a stack of speed in this race. He should be able to sit just off them, and uh, I think he'll be too good for them, the three-year-old. Um, uh, capital rain will go fast, quick tempo just off them, but uh, silent impact back to a sprint distance. Um, coming back from group company, I like him a lot in race one. Okay, starting early there for Mark Shane. Mark Roden? Uh, yeah, I, I won't label best bet. I've, there are a few I like, which I have nicely uh, clear on my prices, but they're all around market price. So I won't I won't charge into any of them. I like that two-horse play in the last I mentioned, bring the ransom and Omudji. And one at a bit of odds earlier in the day in race four, uh, Zoo to Moon. Um, look, I think of dry tracks, the key to her. Um, her form does look a bit patchy, but if you take out the, the two recent failures on soft and heavy ground, her form's pretty good, and she... I think she'd probably leave with Tim Clark on, who's a noted um, good judge of pace on front runners and uh, close to double figure odds, I think, in what looks an even race to me. I think um, she's a good chance. Yep, $10 currently across the boards there for Zuda Moon. All right, thank you to you both. Uh, we'll catch up next week. Uh, we'll continue along with the previews going in towards what should be a pretty competitive autumn coming up. So uh, until then, guys, go well. Thanks, Pete. See you, mate.